the Rockford Files. Won't be seen tonight, so he can bring you a very special episode of the Gen X Files. Welcome to the Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today's show is another little ditty we call For the, the Stepdads. Yeah. Crack open a... Uh, Schlitz. A Schlitz or a, <laughs> uh, Olympia. A Zodiac. Sure. Uh, I haven't, I've actually never had it. Uh, Billy's Beer. Billy's. Billy uh, Carter. Was Valentine's. That? Uh, Billy Carter. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. He did have a beer. Billy Beer. A Billy Beer. It's worth a lot of money now. Billy Beer. Yeah, that was a weird time. <laughs> with Billy Beer? With just yeah. that, you know, with, like, I... I love Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is my Jimmy Carter is the absolute best ex president that ever ex president. And that guy oh, yeah. is a saint. If I you know And I'm gonna jinx it right now, but he's never going to die. God, don't say that. I mean, I hope not. I, I don't say that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but, I mean, he he's, just is so. I mean, he's like what ninety seven or yeah. He now? survived brain cancer like six times and all sorts of yeah. stuff, assassination attempts. But that guy, you know. He builds Habitat for the Humanity. Oh, yeah, he yeah. He teaches uh, Sunday school. I mean, he does. Yeah. He, the guy walks the walk. He's like the, the oh, yeah, sweetest. Yeah. He makes every other human being just look like a POC. Yeah. That's part of the reason that I like Obama so much, because his after-presidential stuff has been just as important as his actual presidential stuff. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, he's like his work that he's doing yeah, and trying yeah. to, you well, know, and, do, do but, good for humanity. Yeah, but Obama's slipping in some cool stuff, too, like winning Emmys and, you know, doing Yeah, Netflix sure. Stuff he's doing that now. He's got his swag. and you If know. Carter was president in 2008 and then got out in 2016, he would be winning Emmys, too. Yeah. I just think Carter is – he has no ego. He, he's Oh, no. He has, totally, he, totally. There's so much humility to the man. Yeah. You know, he just seems like – the most decent human being ever, regardless of what you feel about his politics. He is the best Christian to ever Christian. Yeah, and he got uh, he got the shaft. He did about the whole, you know, the the hostages. Yeah, and, yeah. And he took care of that, and then Reagan's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to take credit. <laughs> like, oh, I'll tell you. Talk yeah. about the opposite. Ugh. Of, Ugh. Anyway, right, anyway, let's yeah. get out of the uh, <laughs> the arena. So let's just talk a minute about you know the the month's shows. Uh, you know what's yeah. funny is. It, almost as much as it was a Cusack, crazy Cusack show, yeah. it was a little bit of a, a Savage Steve Holland it was. soiree. It was well. a Savage <laughs> Steve Holland soiree. I mean, like, we are definitely going to give him his own show. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there's so much more to cover. There's still how I got into college and, all, yeah. you know, and his whole life story and all. Um, but it it was such a fun I, – I don't I, – I think – as much as I would like to say and uh, that like Scorsese and and, uh, <laughs> and Godard and and you know uh, Cassavetes and all you yeah, know these great yeah. guys influenced my my work and also yeah just as much as is Savage Steve Holland. Oh, I mean no, you know completely. and the, the Coen Brothers and you know the guys yeah. that just were doing the weird crazy stuff and you know a lot of my comedy and funny stuff is definitely influenced by oh yeah totally i i, I didn't him. realize how much my writing was influenced by savage steve holland until we did this month of yeah. movies and mm-hmm. because he's able to do the completely absurd but ground it in reality and make it make it work yeah and, and smart it, it's wacky hard. is yeah. is you oh, know oh it's so good and and wacky with depth yeah. you know wacky yeah. for wacky's sake that's yeah. a hard thing, you know. The airplane guys, uh, the Zucker brothers, they yeah. they do wacky, just like straight out, no yeah, BS, yeah. no no no, no nothing. <laughs> they don't wacky. care about character development. <laughs> Perfectly, yeah. They yeah. they own that genre. I don't yeah. think anybody, even you know, as much as I like the scary movie and the Wayne Brothers stuff, it it's, it's still not. They're fine, but it doesn't they, have that same level. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, it's a hard bar to yeah. reach because it's absolute perfection. The the first airplane movie. The oh, Naked Gun series. The Kentucky Fried movie. Kentucky Fried movie. Uh, pitch Perfect. All of them. All of them. And, and Pitch Perfect. That's a good one, too. And Pitch Perfect, <laughs> which is the Zucker Brothers. You didn't know. <laughs> no. Uh, but it's that kind of thing. And I think for Savage Steve, yeah. he owns the 80s, com- the wacky comedies. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the whole, like, animation reality swirl that's not, you know, some jumping into a cartoon kind of thing. Right, it, right. It just adds to the story and flows. He does that 
perfectly. Oh, and, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Ah, it was so much fun watching these movies again. It just puts me in such a good mood. And it was so much fun. And, and also, watching John Cusack again yeah. back in his yeah. prime. And, oh, yeah. In, in, in his beginnings. Yeah, in, yeah his early. Know? Yeah. But it's just, he was such a huge... He's like our first kind of comedy movie star for yeah. the Gen X generation. Yeah. Like the, the big breakout, kind of our guy... Yeah. That got our sensibility that was that was kind of weird, like we are, <laughs> you know, yeah. and yeah. and damaged and vulnerable a bit, you know, and and he yeah. really more so than like Judd Nelson or all these other guys, and and no, you know, no disrespect to them, sure, but sure. I think he captured the Gen X youth, youths, yeah, yeah. youth experience more than any other actor, and, and yeah, yeah, especially I agree. for misfit. And, and weirdos, like yes, us. yes, yes. Because I, you like, you think about like, um, like Judge Reinhold from uh, 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 Fast Times. Fast Times. Like his character was kind of the, like a, an early version of that. Not the comedy part, but like mm. the sensitive, like, hey, I'm going to do good and all this. But Cusack was able to take that kind of archetype and make it into his own. Right. And and it was, it's so brilliant because yeah, I mean, you identify so much with him. And and him trying to find a girl and like trying to to grow up, but doesn't really want to. And yeah. like it's it's just so amazing and brilliant. Well, I I think that the the difference too between he and and Judge Reinhold is Judge Reinhold started out on top. Yeah, and we're watching yeah. his fall, and so there's still <laughs> like the, yeah. the hu- hubris yeah. in the yeah. character. Yeah, you know, they just can't believe how essy his, his yeah yeah how messed his up his life is, is getting. Um, but Cusack, it's not that Cusack is a loser in these movies. No, no. He's just a normal dude, you yeah. know? He's not he's the, very ground. And he's, he's got, yeah. he's just the guy, he's, everybody, he, he's the rest of us in high school. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. Not the popular kids, yeah. not the kids that get totally picked on, but just kind of the anonymous floaters. Right. That go through and then somehow <laughs> rise to the occasion, whether it's a skiing competition on one ski. Right. Or a boat regatta with a Ferrari <laughs> engine, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It really was. You were able to identify very well with these, and that's the that I give one hundred percent credit to that. I mean, Cusack is great, but one hundred percent credit to Savage Steve oh, yeah. for for finding that, and because he was that. I mm-hmm. mean, he was in his mid to late twenties when he was doing these movies, oh, and, yeah. and he was that. He was like, you know. He didn't sit down and go, why is nobody speaking for me? But it was just <laughs> what he was doing. You well, know? His experience is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, he was an art school guy and yeah. he was our drawer, you know, an <laughs> he artist. Did. He did a lot, of, a lot of this stuff is kind of autobiographical. He he did have a half-assed attempt at suicide after his, you know. <laughs> he did. And he did. He, he's very honest about that. And I think that's the, the key to his genius is honesty. Yes, yes. All of the characters. I 100% agree. Every character is 100% honest about who they are. <laughs> yeah. Even the bad guys. No, yeah, yeah. That's true. And they, But that that's the part of the reason that I love that we started with Better Off Dead and ended with One Crazy Summer. Yeah. Because you really get to see Savage Steve Holland's uh, uh, growth mm-hmm. as he goes. And, and Cusack, too. And Cusack, too. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and it, it, again, I go back to your mantra of I don't want to know things about, <laughs> about yeah. actors because I did not need to know that he did not like Better Off Dead because he was great in, yeah. in One Crazy Summer. But he and, does now. So it's yeah, all, it yeah. all comes around it's you know judge me <laughs> you know on my attitudes and actions in my early 20s uh, and yeah you'd want to put a, a thousand sticks of dynamite around yeah. me and blow me up yeah gross yeah. <laughs> i mean we're all gross back then because i was reading Anne Rand back then man it's uh, gross right i'm sorry it's who just, are you again exactly but that's part of becoming who you are is you got to go through this kind of like militant, almost sociopathic phase yeah. sometimes, especially yeah. if you're an artist, you know, because you have to figure out who your identity is in in your art or what you're right. doing. Right, And if you're damaged and you have a bunch of, you know, I don't know what Cusack's home life was or whatever, yeah. but from my own experience, you know, it's like, you know, there's a lot of variables around there that, you know, I get it. But is- it's especially for artists. Like Savage Steve Holland mm-hmm. and John Cusack that are kind of weird yeah. and kind of off. Like, for example, James Gunn. Like, yeah. he's a very weird, has an off weird sense of humor. Yeah. And 
he said some stuff when he was younger that he was very much like, look, man, I was 20. I've grown past that, and, like, I've become a better person. Yeah, it's just the thing that bums me out is I think if there wasn't that issue, we would have seen more collaboration. I agree. Between the two of those guys, and that's the – that is the – the sadness. I yeah, that's I would the have, shame of of it all. I would that, have liked to have seen Cusack and Savage Steve Holland growing together and like making movies for guys, and they're like, oh, they're in their twenties now, and they're in their thirties, and yeah. like kind of going back to that, like, hey, this is what it's like to be me as a person. It's so sad that he can't get the rights because one yeah. epic fall made now. <laughs> oh yeah, using the same actors. Oh yeah, would be. Like for Netflix or Hulu or something, yeah, you don't yeah. even have to release it in the theater. But it would be huge for for guys. And it like would us. be it would be great. And and given the fact that they're all not that they're close, but that they all still get along really well, and like they're still very collaborative yeah. and they're very funny. Like I, I would love to see one epic fall. You know, essentially one yeah. crazy summer two thirty five years later. Like it would be great. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know that kind of. I mean, I love, like, the Judd Apatow stuff, and I love the gross out, and, yeah, you know, yeah. I love the edgy stuff, but it would be fun also to see just another kind of sweet, yeah, funny yeah. comedy that's that's got a, t- a little bit of edge, but it's not dark or edgy, you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, and this is, from what I know about Savage Steve Holland, is his movies have heart. And, yeah. I, and I, it sounds cheesy, and I hate saying it that yeah. way, but it's true. It's that one thing that's there that, like, Judd Apatow, I don't really think has. No, he has heart. That's what makes his movies work for me as well. I, I mean, I, it's down, yeah. you know. I mean, come on. Like, 40-Year-Old Virgin, it was about the yes, friendships. Yes, 40-Year-Old Virgin, yes. And uh, Knocked Up, you know, was... Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I still... And, I just and don't now, see it the and, same way that I see it from Savage Steve Holland. Yeah, I, I yes. Um, I just think it was really fun to... Revisit all that stuff. And, totally. And like I said, it was it watching One Crazy Summer came at the perfect time because I was in a bad mood and yeah. it cured it. Well, we have the DVD. You can watch it whenever you oh, want. We're going to have to keep it on a loop. 24 hours get, of One Crazy get Summer. Some, get some uh, VR goggles and just have it on a loop. <laughs> Uh, it was it was fun though. I'm really glad. I'm glad we did it, and and I and I'm I'm happy that it started out as a Cusack month and kind of became like, a, hey, yeah, this is what influenced us yeah. as as you know as as young men. Well, you you discover things along the way. <laughs> um, thanks for stopping by, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, so it was that stuff was really fun. Um, it was really great. What are you watching? Uh, I, I just finished the second season of Primal. Uh, I cannot stress enough how much, if you like animation at all, I cannot stress enough how much you need to watch, uh, Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal. Nice. It is done so well. Uh, the second season just ended a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I don't think they're going to do any more. I, I mean, maybe. But that 20 episodes is such a perfect story, and it's so good, and there's almost no dialogue through the entire thing. It is done so well. The animation is so good. Nice. I cannot stress enough how how amazing it is. Okay. So check it out. Thumbs down from Adam. It's, for on, it's on HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max, have access to it, please check it out. Awesome. I saw uh, the – I think I watched a few episodes of it a while ago. I really dug it, but for some reason it – Yeah. It got thrown. But I'll go back. Now that it's done, I'll go back yeah. and watch the rest. It was one of those things. It's the first thing in a long time that really grabbed me, and it was like, I have to sit down and watch this. And nice. I thought, when I watched the first season, I thought it was a show from, like, 2010 or 2012 and didn't realize that it was only from a few years ago and that they were in the middle of doing a second season. Oh, wow. Uh, and so it was a nice surprise, and, and it's it's just so good. And it, it breaks new ground to me, and, like, I, I highly recommend it, and it's it's amazing. Okay. Um, what have you been watching? Nothing. All right. <laughs> just uh, just the grass grow, um, the paint dry. We did. Uh, we did both finally watch uh, Thor. Yes. Thunder. Yes. Oh uh, man, I was bummed. I was disappointed. I got to be honest with you. Um, there's yeah. gonna let's let's just say straight up. There's gonna be some spoilers. So if you haven't, yeah. You know, I don't want to dance around the issues. So if you haven't seen it zip forward or yeah. whatever. But, man, I really had a problem. I thought it was really kind of – and I love Taika Waititi. And I loved yeah. the yeah. last – the 
last Thor movie that he did? Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Was that it? Wasn't it called Ragnarok? Wasn't this one called Ragnarok? No, this was Love and Thunder. Oh, Love and Thunder. Yes, Ragnarok. I get them all mixed up. Anyway, <laughs> the one with the Hulk where he goes to... Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite Marvel movies ever. And I love it was it. done so well. Yes, it was and, written so well. And our flag means death. And uh, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Reservation dogs. Everything he does, I'm a fan of. Yeah. And so it was just look. Everybody who knows what happened. Everybody gets a, yeah. a, a, a misstep or whatever. This is, you know. But don't give me cancer in my Marvel movies. You know, yeah. there's enough of that in real life. And it's just, it's kind of like the mental illness. Issue I had with uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not courageous or groundbreaking to do that stuff in a silly yeah. Marvel thing. It's almost kind of disrespectful to people who have yeah. gone through it yeah. and deal with it. In a way, I'm not trying to like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's not, it doesn't work is what I'm saying. No. For me, at least. No. It doesn't work to bring those real world issues into guys with tights and, you yeah. know, yeah. uh lightning hammers you know yeah yeah it was it was a we it was just it was weird i the whole concept the whole conceit of the movie was just weird and it's just they didn't seem to know what to do with poor natalie portman her character was all over the place you know <laughs> when i first started watching phoebe and i phoebe and i sat down and we started watching it and when natalie portman showed up she or they started talking about her she, she was like I thought she was dead. <laughs> I was like, no, no. They just literally never tied it up. She just didn't. She was in the movies, and then she went away, yeah. and that was it. And and I understand that they were trying to figure out a way to tie up that relationship storyline and all that. And and that's fine. It's by killing her. Yeah. You know? but, it, but the way they did it, it just seemed so off. It, it just was, seemed it, so not right. It was not organic. It was very much like, oh, and then we can – it was seemed like – a bunch of solutions to problems that you didn't need. Yeah. You yes, know? Yes. And it it made the movie bloaty and it just like I get it, it, it to me it's like just kind of a failed experiment. You know, yeah, I get yeah. when you're doing these movies, these guys that are auteurs or mm-hmm. you know, more on the arty side of directing or more yeah. you know they want to kind of give their own stamp on it. But you also have to work within that universe. And, yeah. and within the parameters of that thing, and if you go too much over one side or the other, it sticks out, and it's it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I I felt like there was he was trying to do service to every character in 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 that Thor world, but by doing that, he stretched himself really thin and didn't do service to any of them. I agree. Good. Wait. Yeah, that was very good. Of Thank him. you. <laughs> um, and also, come on, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> Just relax on the gym for a second. You know, you're not the Hulk, baby. Yeah. I don't know. Did somebody call him puny or something? What's going on? Is he... this like a Australian bet or something? <laughs> I don't Just come on. You don't need to be that big. It's distracting. And it, it doesn't add. Yeah. It was just so weird. Like, even the fact that, like, they, they brought back Liam's brother to play those characters that were in Ragnarok yeah. and, and, and Matt Damon and, like... It was like all this stuff. It was like they looked at Ragnarok and go, "Hey, this all worked. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again." Yeah, and make it, let's do it longer and yeah. and less subtly. There you was know? when they introduced Valkyrie in Ragnarok. There was more character development in the first twenty seconds of her character, where she steps off the ship and then passes out and drops <laughs> off the ship. Than there was in the entirety of Love and Thunder. They didn't know what to do with her either. My favorite part of the movie was that last shot with. The rock guy that he plays, Korg, Korg, yeah. Korg, Korg. Um, yeah, holding hands with the guy <laughs> with the mustache. It was so. The, it was just beautiful and yeah. awesome. And uh, but it's and I wanted to love it. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I want to like things. I don't yeah. look at things to be like okay. I'm going to pick that part out. I'm going to no. pick it apart. No. Pick it, pick it, pick it. Because yeah. you know yeah. I'm bitter. I want to love stuff. And it's just, uh, yeah. it bums me out when I don't. And like I said, is it the worst movie ever? Is it the worst Marvel no, movie ever? No, no. No. But I think it might be his worst movie. 
I definitely think it's his weakest of yeah. all, the, all the stuff he's done. Yeah. I, and that's still saying it's not bad. Yes, uh, yes. It's, it's just that... But you expect more. I expect yeah. more from him. I expect more from the Coen brothers. Yeah. I expect more from Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. You know, yeah. there's certain people that I expect more from. Right, you know? right. It was, it was interesting because it seemed like on paper every element of it should have worked. Yeah. I mean, even... even uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Like, it should have worked. He was so... Uh, look, I know people <laughs> wasn't a big fan, but I thought it was hilarious. I love when serious, you know, people poke at, poke yeah. at, at themselves. Yeah, and yeah. He, he pranced he, around and 100%. was silly and, and was goofy. And it was fun to watch him be goofy. I wanted to see more. There was a deleted scene that I saw that made it look like they kind of teamed up after that yeah, thing, yeah. and he helped him. And I right. would much rather see that yeah. than him getting, quote, quote, quotes, killed. Yeah. Why everybody in the Marvel Universe can come back to life except women. That's the only well, thing. Why, you know, uh, Black I, Widow. Technically. Uh, uh, the Gamora. Uh, well, we don't. Okay. Hold, I'm just saying. Hold, hold your horses. How many men in the Marvel hold Universe are perma-dead and how many women are? A super spoiler for Love and Thunder. Did you watch the post credit scene? Which one? The one with Hercules? No, with her going into Valhalla? There's a very strong possibility that Natalie Portman's going to come back. No. She's in... Well, no, because she lives in Valhalla now. You don't come Him back. In Egypt, the, I 100% guarantee you the, Thor, the next Thor movie is going to be somehow related to Valhalla. Maybe. It, is, it will be somehow, yes, uh, there will be something. Well, I'm just saying, look. And and also, <laughs> to be super Marvel nerd, we don't know about Gamora yet because we haven't seen another uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So Okay, Tony Stark died. But, you know, yeah. everybody kind of wanted that. He sacrificed himself literally to save half the universe. <laughs> and they had a really long funeral scene. Oh, God, it was so long. Yeah. I, I was even invited. But to go back to Russell Crowe and, like, how that could have been, like, the team-up thing, because you saw glimpses of that when mm-hmm. he's being all bombastic and he's being big, and then he comes down and he whispers to Thor, yeah, I'm really scared, man. Well, that's the <laughs> – like, that's what freaks me out. Yes, yes. And I think that's the problem is there's glimpses of a great movie yeah. in this mediocre movie, and that's what makes it sad. From the very beginning – the issue, the main issue I had from the very beginning is that they pulled in uh, the bad guy. Uh, I can't think of his name. Oh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. They pulled in Christian Bale to be the god killer, mm-hmm. or the god killer, or whatever the hell his name is. He immediately, I was like, wow, he looks just like Kratos from God of War. <laughs> Maybe they should have rethought this. Yeah. That was my first thought when I saw him. Well, I was like, Kratos okay. that kind of... That lost a lot of weight. Kratos on a, a yeah, but but I'm saying is that it was literally essentially the same archetype character. And I'm like, okay, the God of War series is incredible. Yeah, the video game series, and I'm sure I don't know if you played it or not, but like the whole storyline is fantastic. Yeah. and it's literally Gore the God Killer storyline. Mm-hmm. He's mad, and he want his wife dies, and he has to go kill all the gods. Yeah, okay. So we have that already. Why does that have to be introduced into the Marvel Universe? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, anyway. Anyway. I, watch it if you want. It's not yeah. horrible, but it yeah. isn't. It's just... It's disappointing. It's just a bummer. I don't know. I, I'm going to watch it again at some point, and, you know, because I also had high expectations, and I, I put that on myself, Yeah. Uh, you know, but... Well, of course you do. I mean, he's a great filmmaker, yeah. and... The Thor, and it's also that Thor didn't change at all through. It's like almost no. everything that happened that he went through, all the heart wrenching stuff from the, you know, yeah. losing an eye and all that. All you, that amazing character development. Yeah, it was just like, okay, let's ignore that and make him a goon again. Rewind a goofy guy. and start at zero. I'm just a goof. Uh, well, you know what movie was good? I don't know. I don't think you've seen it. No, no. Um, Vengeance. Yeah. The new yeah, uh, uh, BJ Novak. Yeah. Film really good. Really good. Uh, just a, a very interesting, thoughtful uh, New York meets West Texas nice. situation. Okay. You know, that's not overly simplistic or yeah. also not overly like, oh, you know, we're all best. For, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it hits yeah. that sweet spot yeah. between, yeah. you know, gratuitous and nothing. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, just like yeah. he he... He nailed it. And also, I, I'm working really, really hard 
to never use the term 100% ever again. <laughs> we each used it once so far in this episode, Ooh, and we're I'm not going to cut use it anymore. out. <laughs> I'm going to cut it out. Yeah, I mean, the the 100% scene that he wrote is genius. Um, just such a great writer, and, yeah, and yeah. did a great job in it. And uh, Ashton Kutcher's great, and the 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 people that play the family of the girlfriend that, that yeah. you know he comes to the funeral for. It's just a really great, f- interesting movie. And it's got some little twisties and turnies, and it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's definitely worth definitely worth your time. I think it's on Peacock. Yes, in the vein of uh, Halloween coming up, I watched the first three Psycho movies. Oh, nice! I will say, Psycho Two had Robert Loggia in it. Robert Loggia, uh, which I was so I didn't realize. Uh, it, apparently, the majority of people really, or majority of critics, really, really disliked Psycho Two. Well, it's big baby shoes to fill, man. Sure. I, and, and can I just ask, yeah. did Robert Loja go up and go, you're a psycho, <laughs> too? No, no, he does not. No. There wasn't uh, like a second psycho, and he's like, you're a psycho, and you're a psycho, I mean, too. technically, there is more than one. It's, the, the, the story gets super complicated by yeah. the end. Uh, but it's great. I thought it was a great movie. And having I literally watched it right after I watched Psycho. And as a sequel, I thought it worked really well. Oh, check it out again. Uh, it picked up, you know, like 27 years later or whatever. And I, I thought it – or 21 years, 22 years later. But I thought it worked really well. Uh, and then I watched Psycho 3. And Psycho 3, apparently the critics thought it was a much better movie than Psycho 2. Mm-hmm. And I heartily disagree. Is that the one with Henry Thomas? <laughs> no. Uh, I literally just watched it, and I barely remember it. Which isn't there? Is there Psycho Four? Isn't there? There one was with Psycho a kid? Four at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's I think with Henry. That Thomas. came in '94, I think, uh, with Henry yeah, Thomas as the yeah. young, the young. Uh, no, Psycho Three was essentially picks up right after Psycho Two ends, and it's just Norman Bates being a wonderfully insane person. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Norman Bates, sorry, not Norman Bates. Uh, Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins directed Psycho Three, and it—not that it was directed poorly, it just really didn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, the story picks up with a nun that's trying to kill herself, and then oh, she's, yeah. she's on a I thing. She accidentally kills her mother's superior. She knocks her off of a ledge, and she dies. As and, it happens. And then so she she's like crazy, and, and then she falls in love with Norman Bates, and like and, as um, they do. Jeff Fahey's in it, as he is. He's so weird and creepy and gross in it. Oh, Jeff Fahey. And it's it's just and it and it's like. The beginning of Psycho 2, like, he comes back after he gets out in, in uh, the insane asylum for mm-hmm. 22 years, and there's a um, – oh, God, I can't remember his name. The um, the guy the guy running it is brilliant. It's the most gross character, and he's so great in it. But he's running it and essentially running, like, a sex motel. Oh. Like, he's using it as, like, an hour – The Bates Motel. Yeah, the Bates Motel is, like, a sex motel. And so, of course, Norman Bates fires him because he's like, you, you know, you can't do that. Psycho 3 – he literally just turns it into a sex motel. <laughs> like he just turns around and is like, whatever, Jeff Fahey, do whatever you want. And it's like, okay. I don't, anyway. I, he came around. Yeah. He, he looked at the number. He crunched the numbers. <laughs> and was like, eh, sex motel, not so bad. Uh, but it's funny because Psycho is kind of like how One Crazy Summer is for you. If if I'm in a bad mood, I put Psycho on and I actually feel way better afterwards. Yikes. It's such a great movie. It is. It, it is, is a great a movie. movie. No, it is. Uh, I, yes. It, that. Definitely deserves. I've been trying not to watch movies that I've seen, you know, except for yeah. the stuff we do for the show, just to kind of expand. Sure, you know, try to find something new. And, you yeah, know, like yeah. And I've seen some pretty good stuff. Um, you know, I started watching uh, the Dahmer series. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> Poor <laughs> Evan Peters, man. I don't know what he did to Ryan Murphy <laughs> to make him. Play just the most despicable human beings yeah, ever much, on earth. It's like I can't. I, Brian Murphy's going to be like Hitler the Musical, starring, <laughs> starring Evan Peters. Evan Peters, yes, the Devil, starring. <laughs> you know, but he. Oh man, he is good. He is so I, good. I mean, if you had a chance to play Dahmer, wouldn't you? Oh, oh I definitely would. Yeah. I definitely would. I, I've played a lot of. I think serial killer is probably the part I play the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's just. You know, it's just so funny to, <laughs> hey there, hey there, you want to come back so I can take some pictures of you? And, uh, you know, it's just like Mr. Rogers is a serial killer. You know, 
hey there, you know, uh, here, have your drink. You know, what do you want, the Boone's Farm? Okay, I'll get it for you. Uh-huh. Oh, just chill out for a second. Oh, don't uh-huh. worry about the drill in your head. <laughs> you know, hey. I'm just trying to turn you into a zombie, yeah, you know. Yeah, look, hey, officer, it's my boyfriend, eh? You know, we're doing gay stuff in there. You may not want to come in because, you know, we're doing some... Some gay stuff. You're, you're doing gay stuff? <laughs> it's just like... Oh, you're fine. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you later it's, now. Uh, it's also maddening because of the police. And, you know, it's basically... They walk into a unfinished murder scene and they're like, ah, all right, finish up, buddy. All just, right. Just don't let us see any, you know, weird sex things. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. Sorry we'll for talk interrupting to you, later. you killing a child. It's disturbing, but it is so well done. It is gross, yeah. and it just feels gross. It's you can't binge it, it or, oh, yeah. or you will yeah. just it, it. You'll I don't yeah. know what you're gonna do, uh, but you can't binge it because it's a, just. A friend of mine said that after every episode, he's like, "I gotta go take a shower." Yeah, because it just feels so gross. It's grimy. I mean, grimy. it's the yeah. grimiest show. Yeah. It just in a way like his apartment. Like, you can. You can smell the smell Ugh. from watching Ugh. it. That's how Ugh. good it is. Wow. How visceral this thing is. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, kudos. I mean, I haven't seen the whole thing, so it may drop a deuce coming <laughs> up. But so far, it's it's pretty, great. Pretty good. And, uh, it actually uh, connects to Psycho because Ed Gein, who they based uh, Norman Bates on, is from uh, Wisconsin as well. Oh yeah, Wisconsin. Got a lot of guys there. Home, hometown, home ground of lots of serial killers. Oh, guys that like eating. No, I, I, we like trying uh, long pork. We're really, know. really obsessed with people's skin. Yeah, we want to eat hearts, and you know, we want to eat people. I got a couple of heads in the fridge, so <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to get behind them if you want to grab a beer. Just don't mind those heads. I can, uh, I can make you a new belt if you want. Yeah, yeah, those are genitals in a bag in my <laughs> fridge. That's, uh, that's on me. That's Sorry, just, that's just Sorry. my neighbor. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Uh, he said he was okay. He said it was okay. And his poor neighbors, his poor neighbors. How man. do you not? I mean, because they did I've... know, and they called the cops. And, oh, and, okay. I mean, according to this, his next door neighbor, she was the one that called the cops about the naked kid running yeah. down the street. Because he lived in an apartment building, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. And, and they complained about the smell all the time. And, you know, was, and okay, he would always okay. say, oh, I eat a lot of meat. You know, my family sent me a lot of pork chops in the <laughs> fridge. It uh, died on me. So, you know, I got to get rid of that meat. Ugh. It's a very distinct smell. Yeah. Uh, and it's really obvious. They dropped the ball big time. The cops were not good at their jobs. <laughs> no, but he's just the most mellow Serial. It's just, he's so it, bland. It shows you know? uh, how you can talk your way out of anything if you're just a really boring white guy. And his uh, apparently feel-good movie, his Psycho for yeah. you and, and One, crazy, one crazy, summer crazy Summer for me, yeah. was uh, Exorcist 3. Oh, my God. Yes. What? That's what he would make his... Uh... What a choice. All right. Anyway, and he just looks great. The guy, Evan Peters, is such an amazing actor. He yeah. He's got so much range. Watching him and Brian Murphy and he are they do great work together. They're they're the pair that Savage Steve Holland and John Cusack could have been. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, they're, they're if you go in the complete opposite direction of joy and, and they're the misery version yeah. of those two. But yeah, they they do some really great work. Um, I've been. What else have I been watching? What else have I seen there? What else have you been watching? I'm going to do the whole rest of the episode in a Wisconsin accent. Oh, oh, oh. So we finally got through Moon Knight. Yes. Which uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it. I didn't like it. We already talked about um, it too much. Yeah. <laughs> it it just it was a big misseroo for me. It didn't work. Mm-mm. It didn't work. Yeah. Did not like it. But it freed us up to finally get on to Ms., the Ms. Marvel wagon. Oh, yes. And, oh, my God. I love that show. It reminds me of a Savage Steve Holland movie. It's yeah. just got, like, the animation Ugh. and the joy and the lead actor. She is a marvel. She's, <laughs> hey. Nope, but it did I see what you did there. Yeah, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> I just have brain damage. Um, no, but she is so good. Uh Everybody in the Everybody's the, great. The, the Her mother, mom, the dad, yeah, the dad, the brother. Oh, the, the dad. It's just so fun. It's like it's after the the dirge that uh, was Moon Knight. After the, the soulless sludge. sludge. I, I will say Ethan Hawke did a great job. He was having fun with it. He, um, yes, until he even lost his way in that. Yeah, in that show, well, but, it wasn't his fault. I don't yeah. blame the. Uh, I I blame 
I kind of blame uh, Poe Dameron because he should have known better. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I, I actually blame the showrunner, which is odd because he does really good work. And I was very yeah. surprised it's by another, how much I did not like this. It was another huge disappointment. Yeah. Let's not besmirch anyway, Miss Marvel's less, joy with less. talking more about that yeah. gross. But uh, but we're almost – I mean we've been flying through that. We're probably going to finish it today. We're yeah. on the, we, yeah. the last episode. And then we get to go into She-Hulk, which I'm really excited uh, I'm so for. so excited about She-Hulk. Uh, but Ms. Marvel, man, if you haven't seen it, that is so good. So much fun. It's got that Spider-Man vibe. Yeah. yeah. You know, just the you know, the Buffy vibe. It's just got that fun high school, you know, and it 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 it's it's also just really good at showing, hey, we're all just human beings. Yeah. It built the world very well and it just lives in it. And yes. it and it's and it's there. It's like yeah. you, I mean, the fact that I learned about the partition, yeah. which I had no idea between mm-hmm. India and Pakistan, like I had no idea about yeah. that. Like I knew there was something, but I didn't know any details. And this show does that so well without being like, I'm teaching you something. Well, it really respects the culture. Yeah. And it really respects Pakistan and it really respects yeah. you know, without uh, glorifying it right, or right. deifying it, you know. I think yeah. that's to contrast to the other show, yeah. Moon Knight. You know, the whole Egyptian thing was just kind I, of insulting. And I didn't learn anything about the Egyptian culture. I didn't learn anything about their mythology. No. I didn't learn. I mean, nothing I already knew. Right. You know? Exactly. I mean, they didn't it, break any new ground. No. It was. It was. It, just it was. Like, okay. It was a tool rather than it was a. It was a bug rather than a feature. And right. I think the. The, the way that they use culture in Ms. Marvel is perfect. Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm excited. We only have to watch the finale of it, and I'm excited to see yeah. it. Uh, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see where they go with it. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's such a good beginning to a character. Great origin story. Yeah. Really great origin story. And I'm also really excited. Maybe if we have time today, we can also start Andor. Yeah, yeah. Which has popped up. Yeah, I'm excited to see that, too. I'm curious. I've heard very good things. Uh, the first episode just came out. Uh, or Yeah, I think just mm-hmm. the first episode. Yeah. But uh, but I'm very excited. I've heard some very good things, some very positive things from yeah. friends. What I'm hearing is it's like the first adult yeah. Star Wars show. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, more mature. Yeah. Which, you know, I love, I've loved all the Star Wars shows that they've released. Mm-hmm. I think they do a much better job with the shows than they do with the movies. At this point, yeah. So far, sure. I mean, sure. is there some? I mean, I, skeptical? I I don't mind the movies. Like, I I really liked the Last Jedi. I thought it was done really well. Um, I, I don't like where the story went and and how it ended, but but you know, I mean, this is the thing. It it, it comes down to you know, you've got Dave Filoni and John Favreau that really know what they're doing. They're big fans. They love. They they, they treat. The series with reverence that it deserves, or, it, or the franchise with the reverence it deserves. And I think, to be fair, they don't have that gravity. Uh, they don't have the onus of doing the first non-Lucas Star yeah. Wars thing. Yeah. You know, that must have been right. a daunting task. I mean, especially the first one, which you, you know, it's 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 not a horrible movie, but I I I didn't like it very much. Yeah. You know, but the 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 episode seven, you're yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. You know, it 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 was for I get it. You know, they aired on the side of fan service. It it was trying a little too hard. Yeah, but I also understand how stressful that must have been. Sure, sure. And for everybody involved, and how many cooks must have been in that kitchen? Yeah, and how many people must have been on your butt? You know, and then to not have a cohesive plan for the entire trilogy. Yeah. You know, that's what screwed him up. It's yeah. like you can't give it to three different directors with three different stories and then try to put something together that no, that no, ties no, up no. A, a neat story. It's just all over well, the place. Well, that's – I mean, the episode seven, they, they, they were like, all right, we're going to do this. And then they gave it to a young uh, – not young, but an auteur, mm-hmm. so to speak, with Ryan Johnson. And then Disney freaked out yeah. and was like, nope, we're going to go back to episode seven and do this stuff. And yeah. Then, but I but I will say that Rogue One was great. Like, yeah. Like it was a very cool. That's why I'm really psyched for Andor because it's this, yeah, a lot of the, the same, same characters, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. And it, it is that era, and so you know, I like that whole spy yeah. thriller kind of. It's like a World War the, II spy the, thriller, but yeah, with yeah. the Empire. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to see where they go with it. It'll be fun. I did see in the theater. I finally saw Nope. Uh, oh, nice. Which might be my favorite movie of the year. Uh, the more I think about it, the more that I. I was very happy I got to see it in the theater. It's a very layered 
very deep movie. It it it, it it comes it doesn't seem like it but that's kind of what Jordan Peele does. Oh yeah. Like he it He's seems subtle. like it's just you can just take it as a popcorn movie and it's fun, but there's so much more going on. Yeah. And that movie has one of the greatest openings I've ever seen. Go into it knowing very little. I'm so far so good. Avoid anything you can because there is there's a section or a piece of that movie that I had no idea existed and it opens with it and it was so messed up nice. and so amazing. That it's so good. I'm really excited for you to see it when it finally... It'll probably be on streaming pretty soon. I hope but, so. Uh, I'm excited for you to see it so we can talk about it because yeah. it's really no, I, It's something I really wanted to see. I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah. it should be on pretty soon. It'll probably be on Paramount Plus, I'm going to yeah. guess. No, probably Peacock seems to be grabbing a lot of the movies. He's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It'll be on something. It'll definitely be on something. So I Yeah. Mean, but it should be pretty soon. I mean, we saw it much later into the run, the theatrical run, so I mean, I, I assume it'll be out soon. What have you been playing? What have I Vid- been playing? Video games, video games. What have you I been started, uh, I played a little bit of Death Loop. Yeah. Which I really liked. Yeah, I um, still haven't finished that yet. I it's mean. got that cool kind of 70s, the prisoner vibe to it. The aesthetic vibe is yeah. great. And I like the lead. Colt. He's great. He's uh, he's badass. Um, it has some of the best of VO, where he just walks around and suddenly he'll just mutter to himself yeah. and stuff, stuff. It's really great. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's getting used to the like resetting. It, you know, yeah. my memory is not as good to like remember where <laughs> stuff is. I should probably keep a journal or something. But uh, but it it that was really fun. And then I've almost finished Red Dead Redemption. Still haven't finished. I'm kind of holding on to that last wow. mission for a while. I thought you. I thought you did. I I probably I might today. Uh, okay. I've just, uh, it's, it's hard. I'm, I'm going to probably replay it again, but yeah. I, I'm going to wait until they do a, a next the, gen thing. the next gen. But yeah. yeah, that is, that is my favorite game of all time. Um, but I did start playing, you got frustrated. Yeah. With, uh, I, I started playing horizon, <laughs> uh, forbidden West and, and the problem is that I started playing it when I wasn't busy and then I got super busy and I tried to just it, to be like that. Hey, I just have some time off. I'm going to st- not stress out and whatever. And it got to a point where I was like, this game is more stressful than the work I'm doing. Yeah. So I was like, I got to stop for a bit. Yeah. Well, to my benefit, because <laughs> I started playing it and it's great. It is gorgeous. It plays super great. The com- Everything is great. It is big, and I'm starting to realize yeah. that I get anxiety. I don't. I'm not a typical anxiety guy. Yeah. But uh, sometimes in these open worlds, when the map finally opens up and you just see all of this yeah. ass that you're gonna have to do, you're just looking at like 300 hours. Yeah. And it's overwhelming. But then once you get to the groove, it's great. Yeah. And then once yeah. you get about 10 hours in, and you're really in your groove, then it's just great. And yeah. uh, but it's it's you know every journey begins with the first step. You really need to like just focus on a certain task. Yeah, or an and area. Just be like, all right, I'm you gonna know, go here. That's how I do it. I, yeah. I focus on an area and try to clear it out before moving on. But it's so easy to get distracted in these types of games because yeah. there's you. It, and not only are there all these things, but then you find new things, and then there's right, new things that lead right. to new things, and those things lead to other things, and then that gives you this, and you got to get that, and then you got to find this for that. Ubisoft. Um, Announced that they're doing Assassin's Creed Mirage, yeah, which is a much smaller kind More of streamlined, yeah, back of, to the basics yeah. of the Assassin's Creed. Not one of their. I, I like their RPGs. I like the the direction the that it's gone. Yeah, stuff, I love yeah. them. Again, a little anxiety, but they are huge. But it's bang for your buck, baby. You'll be playing that game for a year. And oh, yeah. but I, I'm kind of excited for for that. And then there's other this other game. I think it's called Evil West. Oh, okay. Um, that is just basically an action shooter. It's like a, I think you, I showed you yeah, the trailer yeah. for it. It's just yeah. kind of like this third person, bloody western. It looks fun. Action. Yeah, yeah it, it it's it looks kind of like a, like a third per, per, It looks kind of like a third person western doom. You know, something yeah, where yeah. maybe you're on rails, but it's just taking you through an adventure or like. Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I really oh, like. That was super fun, yeah. Which is kinda you know, it's it's an adventure that you go on. Yeah, or the um Uncharted games mm-hmm. kinda like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. There's like it seems like an open world, but you're you're being driven a certain yeah, way. Yeah. You have a story to go through, which I love 
RPGs in the open world and getting lost and stuff, especially in worlds like Red Dead Redemption, where yeah. you can just spend an entire day setting up camp and hunting and fishing. And, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you play it whatever way you want to do. I love that freedom, but I also really like the entertainment experience of doing something right. that is more. You're playing a movie, kind of. You're playing like yeah, a, yeah, a exactly. interactive film. Yeah. Um, I think that Evil West looks really fun. Yeah. And then yeah. You know, the new God of War. Uh, yeah, talk about that's Ragnarok, driving. right? Yeah, it's that's why I keep well. getting everything mixed up because there's a new Ragnarok coming out now. And <laughs> boob. It's everybody in the last five years. Hollywood decided to use all of the Viking mythology yeah. for everything. Yes, it's crazy. Uh, Modern yeah. Family Ragnarok. It's coming <laughs> in the fall. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking, Stephen Leviton. Yeah, he's got that new series reboot. Yeah, um, which I'm enjoying. Uh, I really, I really like the pilot episode. Yeah. Um, a couple episodes in, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still not, liking it. Not quite as strong as the pilot. There's, there's a little bit of the modern family dynamic. Oh yeah. That yeah. I get it because yeah. it's you know I understand, but it just seems a little. Similar, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. I'm still really enjoying the show. Yeah. I love the actors. Um, Keegan Michael Key. Ugh. He's amazing. So funny. And uh, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville's great. And Judy Greer. I love She's Judy Greer. So brilliant. It is, oh, and she is amazing in this. And and the and the chemistry between her and Keegan Michael Key it is unreal. It's great. Look, I'm really enjoying it. The kid that plays the kid. It's got this really yeah. cool dynamic of. You know, it was a 90s show. Yeah. And this person wants to reboot it, like an edgy version yeah, of it, yeah. for Hulu, and it's on Hulu. <laughs> oh, the goofiest thing I, I saw, I just got a, I got a rib, Keegan-Michael Key, for just a second. I saw an interview with him, and they were talking about it. And the and he was like, Ed, it's, it's a show about a reboot on Hulu, and it's on Hulu. <laughs> and the way he said it was so <laughs> cheesy. I was like, is this a bit? Yeah, it, it probably was. was. It, I, don't, I hope so. No, yeah, I love him so much. It was just, he's, everybody in it is great. Uh, Paul Reiser, you know, I'm starting to dig him again. Yeah, But yeah. some of my Paul Reiser, you're, you know, I think it's. Residual kind of angriness. Yeah, but I think it's because of his character. It's oh, not his yeah, fault. Yeah. He's really good. It's But there's a dynamic shift, like a twist at the end of the pilot mm. that I'm not, sh- that it's taking me a little bit of time to warm up to because okay. it reminds me a little bit too much of a relationship in Modern Family. And I, oh, I'm okay. just going to be okay. vague about it because I don't want to spoil yeah, it yeah, for yeah. you. But I think that's that's okay. what I need to get okay. over. But I am really enjoying it. Okay. It's funny that you talk about that because I, I've been watching uh, Frasier now that we finished Cheers. And oh, my God. Stephen Levitan was one of the main writers on that show. Oh, oh, nice. I had no idea. Just his name suddenly popped up on the screen. I was like, oh, my God. It's Stephen oh Levitan. <laughs> it's, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, which is a great show. And we just finished the second season. And I will say the the finale of the second season was one of the best written sitcoms I've ever seen. Really? It was done so well. Oh. And so incredible. And I and I. I'm enjoying rewatching. I didn't really watch Frasier when it when it came out. I had gone into college and I was busy doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but it's been very nice to rewatch it. It's good. It's, it's good. a great show. It's yeah. It, yeah. It's one of the best spinoffs. Yeah. That and Mark and Mindy and the Bird <laughs> and Shirley and the Ropers and the Ropers and yeah. Three's a Crowd. Uh, <laughs> and I could go on and on. Um, yeah. Just a few quick shout outs. Uh, I'm almost done. No, I did finish. I finished the third season of Harley Quinn. Great. Yeah, I need. I haven't seen. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I, I hope it comes back. Uh, it was a really deep, interesting really? season. Yeah, okay. it was different than the other ones. Really, really enjoy that show. I watched the um, the Netflix documentary "Sins of Our Mother." I think it's Sins called "Sins of Our Mother." Yeah, yeah. about uh, Lori Vallow oh, and that yeah. horrific. That that I don't normally get sucked in mm. to things like you know. Uh, like grisly things in real life, like yeah, yeah. you know. But I got for some reason I was fascinated with the Lori Vallow case right. as it was happening. Oh, okay. okay. Because it was this woman who her children basically disappeared, and she wouldn't produce them. She just kept saying <laughs> just... like, "Oh no, there was so and so, or they're over." Oh wow. Yeah, and it's like it's 
if you don't know the story, I mean, the, the whole thing is just horrific, and yeah, it's. Yeah. But the the I I recommend watching it if you okay. want to know. Also, give it a shot. Um, the depravity of, and again, I think it's like within the Mormon community, or whatever. You know, yeah. no offense to Mormons, but all this true crime stuff, it's like happens to Mormons more than anybody else. Well, I, the Mormon church is, is, from what I can tell, is is becoming less repressive. And no, I, I just want to say that Lori Vallow and the man that she married, this was not Mormonism that they believed in that caused all of this stuff to happen. Sure. I'm not blaming this on Mormonism. Sure, 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 I'm just saying that it seems like people within the Mormon community gets right. accepted. Like when I listen well, to the, true crime podcasts, right. it's like, you know, she was active in the Mormon church. You know? Well, this is what I'm saying is that I think that when you are presented with a very repressive, uh, like sociology, like a, 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 a society that, that is very repressive mm-hmm. and like, you can't do these things. You yeah. can't do these things. When these people act out, they act out in a very extreme ways. Yeah, I can see that. I can you see know. that, and especially if there's mental illness involved, and because it exacerbates that kind, of, yeah, that type yeah, of thing, yeah, you know, and and this was, you know, there was definitely some delusions of grandeur, some 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 serious mental issues, but it doesn't excuse anything. That no, of, of course, it's not. just horrifying, and just the just the way people can seemingly change, yeah, is horrifying. Yeah, it just scares me sometimes. Uh, people lie to themselves a lot. Uh, you believe your own lies, and then really bad things happen. <sighs> Gross. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had as much time to play the video games, so like I haven't. Uh, I don't have. I have a slew of the PlayStation Plus stuff. I haven't even oh, started yeah, because I've been yeah, so busy. Yeah, this week I haven't had any time to play I, at yeah. all. Um, it's good. It's good to take a break every once in a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, I mean, you take a week off or so, and then yeah. it's, you know, get a little burnout. Yeah. Especially if you're playing the same thing, you know. I, I did, I was, I've been continuing to play Like a Dragon. Nice. Uh, which I'm excited to finish. It's the most bizarre RPG I've ever played. Oh, yeah. The Yakuza series. <laughs> yeah, the Yakuza series, which they're now calling the Like, like a, Dragon a Dragon series. series. Yeah. Uh, and I did pick up, it was on sale, so I picked up the sequel to Judgment called Lost Judgment. Nice. Which is from the same company, different, set in the same area, but different characters. Uh, but I really, really liked Judgment, the, the original game it was fun once you you're like a private investigator yeah yeah it's yeah. it's interesting so i'm really curious to see how lost and plus lost judgment was made for the next gen so i'm really curious to see yeah. how that, how that I, looks and i need to finish judgment you're really good at finishing games you're really good about finishing stuff i i have a pile <laughs> of sadness that's just like I just don't know why. I don't know. You know, yeah. I think there's just too many games. And then something, it's like bright and shiny, comes and grabs your attention. And then yeah. I just automatically go back to Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to have your old fallbacks. You know yeah. I mean? It's, it's good. But yeah, there's, uh, there's a bunch of stuff uh, coming up that I'm curious. I mean, I'm really excited about God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. The trailers for it, have, it's been incredible. The oh. original God of War is so good. Uh, not original, the... Current new yes. original the last God thing, of War. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. And another one I need to finish. I I will probably finish it again before you finish it. And two. Yeah, probably before yeah. I finish. Um, oh man, that Rockstar leak uh, uh, happened. Uh, uh, what a shame! It's gross. All of these people that are like, oh man, this game looks like crap. It looks so stupid. It looks. It's like, dude, this no. is. The preliminary. This isn't the end. This is this like right, showing. Right. You know, it's like judging a Bugs Bunny cartoon on a pencil sketch. I am a firm believer that if it, this goes to movies, video games, TV shows, whatever, that you should watch it the way that the person creating it intended it. Yes. And and for movies, a lot of times that's like that's why I like going to the theater because it's like I made this to be seen in the theater in, yeah. a, in a dark room with a bunch of other people. With streaming, you know, they're making these Star Wars shows to be sitting in your living room yeah. watching. So you watch it that way. No one at Rockstar intended anyone in the public to see this stuff. No, and one of my favorite things, they do such great reveals. Yeah. And I was so excited to see the reveal for Six because it, it was good. It, it, the stuff that I saw, and look, I peaked. I had to peek. I had to. And then you held me down and, and forced me to peek, peek too. Uh, 
I just had to because I am so excited for this game. You know, Rockstar is my favorite developer of right. all time, right. and GTA Six is my most anticipated game. Yeah, that's you know, unless they made a Red Dead Redemption Three, well, you've you know? been waiting ten years for it. Exactly, and uh, so I had to peek, but and it made me excited, but it also made me sad because now I won't get. The reveal of yeah. where it is, yeah. where I'm so excited where it is. And I won't get the reveal of what the character or characters are because right. I've seen right. them, you know, or what, you know. And the worst part about it is it, this is probably going to delay the game further because they released the source code of the game. <sighs> for those that don't know, it makes it, the, the game vulnerable for hackers because they can get into the source code right. or they can right. get in and, you know, there's definitely going to be a... Uh, uh, online component to this. Yeah, yeah. The way I looked at it, the stuff that I saw, it was like, oh, okay. Like, I know this is a work in progress. The stuff I saw looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's not finished. No. I'm not going to judge it based off of a finished video game. So it's like, okay, I like where they're at. Yeah. I My saddest thing, the saddest part about it is that Rockstar now is potentially just going to be like, well, F all you guys. Like, we're just going to let this sit for a while. They won't do that. They won't do that. But they may have to, like I said, delay it to alter the code or whatever. It's not good for anybody. This kind of stuff is not good for anybody. I don't understand people that – even the people that are just need to know, like, what is all the Star Wars movies about? What is this? Why? Yeah. Who – Killed your joy. Don't you want to be surprised? And isn't the whole point? Why, why don't you like to experience things? Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Does your snivelly little need to be a know-it-all overpower your desire to be entertained? I just these are the people that, that open the book and then read the last three pages and be like, "Well, I don't need to read the book now." No, they read the last th- three pages and then they go to the next person. Yeah, I know who did it. Yeah, and it's like. F you, pal. I do you remember when uh I think it was the book 6 of Harry Potter, maybe in the last book, but when it came out, it came out when the movies were were already coming out, so right. like it was finishing. But I remember seeing a clip online of all these people waiting in line at Barnes and Noble and someone had gotten a hold of a copy early and they drove by screaming spoilers. No. And I was just like, That's what so is wrong mean. with you? That's so mean. And it was a big spoiler, the biggest spoiler in the entire franchise. That Harry Potter was a Jedi all along? That he was, yes. <laughs> No, it was just like, come on. Like, that's just yeah. crap. Like, I hate why? that stuff. Why? I hate it. Why rob someone else of joy? I don't understand how you think that makes you feel better. Miserable people want to make people miserable, Adam. But why are you miserable? Why, Jim? Wait, I don't want to make anybody <laughs> miserable. Lay down on my couch. Let's oh, do the next God. hour for therapy. No, oh, please. Um, yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Not a fan of trolls. Uh, fan. No, it's 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 just bullies, and I hate bullies. And they're the worst kind of bullies because they're anonymous little troll bullies that there's, you know, they don't have to deal with any of the repercussions of their actions. This yeah. guy, this hopefully this hacker will because what he did was illegal. I hope he goes to jail. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this kind of stuff. Like I said, it's bad for everybody. It. it yeah, we just makes it so we can't have nice things. Adam. There's a, <laughs> there was a great episode of uh, I think it was Queer Eye for the Straight Guy way back when it first ran, and there was some dude they were helping this guy. I don't know if this is the first time I ever heard that line, but this guy had this nice vase and he dropped it, and the camera pans up to him and he just goes, "This is why we can't have nice things." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god, you poor man, you poor poor man." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, blah. But we at least we know GTA Six is coming, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it's twenty twenty five now. I like where they're at with it. I like where it is. I'm excited yeah. for it. It made me more excited for it. Yeah, it made me realize that hey, it might actually come out before I die. So I hope so. So hey, I'm cool with that. Better make it quick, Rockstar. Oh hey, not about you. Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> about All right. You. Well, we're pretty much out of time. So uh, yeah. So I think we're we're done. We're done, We're done, says Adam. <laughs> You're done, buddy. I ran out of beers three minutes ago, so... You don't have to go home, but you can't stay on the podcast. <laughs> Get out. Uh, I'm very excited about next month. Oh, yeah. We're Getting into that Halloween-y spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spooktobers. <laughs> Spooktober. Yeah, no, we got some good ones for you this month. Uh, we're going 80s-style horror yeah. with Nightmare on Elm Street, The Ridge. With Johnny Depp. 
Yeah. Heather uh, Langen Camp. Oh, it's such a great death for Johnny. Um, and Child's Play. Yeah. The original. And Hellraiser. Yeah, we're going to start with Hellraiser because uh, it uh, has a remake coming out. Oh, yeah. Yes. And everybody's <laughs> losing their mind because something changed. Oh, no. Yay. Oh, no. How can you ruin my childhood like that? Oh, my God. Ugh. I hate that every time. Every time on social media, I say somebody say that. It just happened recently. It happens every day because people are idiots. Why? Why? Literally, nobody is taking those things away from you. Do you realize that? Without giving this any traction or or attention, I'm just going to say this: It's all make believe, you morons. <laughs> it's all make believe, you moronic, foolish bigots. Anyway, have a great week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week with some scaries. Reservoir dogs. You reservation know, dogs. Uh, reservation dogs. What did I say? Reservoir, reservoir dogs. dogs. It's okay. Uh, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming, The Facts of Life, already in progress.